little more airy about standing natural beauty. 12 sections, one designation. Hello and welcome to the Cornwall A&B podcast. This episode is actually our 32nd episode and in this episode we are celebrating World Bee Day. Uh, World Bee Day is taking place on the 20th of May uh, and in the AOMB we are really passionate about pollinators. We've um, led on and supported several projects which are have a, a pollinator focus from things like Farms for AOMBs bzz, to Wheel Buzzy and um, uh, created resources such as the Wheel Buzzy Education Pack. Uh, so I'm really excited to present to you this next interview, uh, led by my colleague Ian Rowe, who is the Activities Officer for the Monumental Improvement Project. And he's been working on a project called Be Mindful. Uh, so without further ado, I'll hand you over to Ian, who will talk to you more. Enjoy. Hello, I'm Ian Rowe and I am the Activities Officer for the Cornwall Area of Outstanding Natural Beauty and Monumental Improvements Project. And I'm here today in Maker Heights um, and the far southeast of Cornwall. I'm talking to some people who are participating in a project called Be Mindful, uh, which is um, funded was funded, funded through the Farming in Protected Landscapes funding from DEFRA. Uh, and the participants have been working on a um, historical redoubt, which is a scheduled monument. Uh, and uh, two aims are really to, um, to make it uh, more um, interesting and uh, attracted to um, pollinators but also to make it into a place where uh, mindful activities can take place. Uh, uh, and uh, first of all I'm going to ask the people who are here to introduce themselves and tell us a little bit about them. My name is Hayley, I am 33 and I joined up about a year ago. Hello, my name is Elliot, I'm 20, and I also joined over a year ago. Hi, I'm Vicky, I'm 37, and I also joined just over a year ago. Hi, I'm Simon, I'm the Volunteer Coordinator for Rain Conservation Trust, and look after the earthworks, and have done for about the last 10 years. Uh, Be Mindful is a project which is based on uh, scheduled monuments and there are uh, five at Maker Heights and we're sitting in uh, number one which is a, uh, a redoubt which was first built around the time of the American Wars of Independence and it's evolved over time since then and its, la its last use was actually as a uh, uh, in the World War II as an observation Royal, Royal Observer Corps observation post with an underground bunker so it's seen lots of history uh, and the Bee Mindful project is based around uh, pollinators and bees uh, and um, uh, obviously to try and do that within a scheduled monument is, is tricky because we can't uh, dig holes or um, or um, trying to make any any incursions to the scheduled monument at all. Part of the project's been actually clearing some of the scrub away from the monument to let the flowers come up. And although you can't see, I'm sitting in here with uh, surrounded by um, campion and bluebells, uh, and it's just a really beautiful scene as birds are singing. And we've seen some um, just seen some yellow rattle that we planted as well, which is which is amazing. So, okay, so um, I'm going to ask the next question: Is how did you get involved in Be Mindful? And please just um, answer it as you want to. Um, so I first um, became part of the project um, as part of the Monuments Matter to People. I found it on Facebook. I 
a post about it and it um it mentioned about working with scheduled monuments and the history and sort of protecting the landscape and working with nature and sort of both of those things really appealed to me um and it also promoted um you know getting out meeting new people learning new skills and it was just what I was looking for at the time for me and my sister Hayley, who's with us today, um, to just kind of get us out a bit more, meet new people, um, get a bit fitter and healthier and work with nature and history. And it was just perfect. So I messaged Hayley and I forwarded the post to her and she jumped at it and we both applied at the same time. And uh, the rest is sort of history. Um, but when the... Uh, Monuments Matter to People project ended, um, we found the Be Mindful project, which was even more perfect for us um, because it really does promote mindfulness in nature um, and helps with um, mental health. Um, Being in nature really does help with mental health anyway, but then when you add in the mindfulness, it's... um, you know it really sort of brings you back down it slows everything down around you in a busy world and just helps you to focus on what's important it helps you to focus on the present and um and the beauty that's all around us um and when you when you take that time out and you focus on those things in nature with the birds singing and butterflies Vicky uh, sent the post over to me. I don't even think I read two lines. I applied to it, got a phone call that afternoon, got accepted, and then I panicked about it with the anxiety because, I mean, the first day was only like two days away and I went and it was brilliant. Everybody was so nice and it was so informative. I think our very first session was a foraging walk. So we learned about all things that you can eat from nature, things you should stay away from. You could fill your cupboards with everything we found. And it was just beautiful because we got a really good sense of the the massive expanse that it covers, all the monuments, the surrounding land. It was beautiful. And it's just been better and better every session since. Yeah. Um... <clears throat> I found Monuments Matter via me dad forwarding the Facebook post to me and I read a bit of it and uh, me dad suggested, hey, you, you, you might enjoy this, you know, it'll, it'll get you outside for one and all that. So I said, yeah, why not? It will probably help me in confidence and, you know, being able to apply myself. But I wasn't expecting, you know, too much from it and then I, I joined in and like one one weekend I was like you know what this isn't too bad <laughs> this, this is quite good you know <laughs> brilliant thank you all of you so um so the next question is um what and just this is really thinking about being mindful and um, what what have you enjoyed the most I think the thing that I've enjoyed the most has been being out in nature um We've done a lot of physical work where we've cleared some of the the brambles and stinging nettles and the gorse 
to make way for um, the wildflowers such as the red campion and the bluebells and when you exert yourself in such a way um, you know and you're, you're working so hard with with tools and really working up a sweat that sort of proper manual labor and then you take a step back at the end of the day and see everything that you've accomplished um, it's a real beautiful sense of achievement and then when you see all the wildflowers come through um, in the in the weeks and months that follow um, we're sat here with all the red campion and the bluebells and the ferns and it's like something out of a fairy tale book it's absolutely stunning and to know that we've had a hand in making that happen um, you know it's it's really really nice and uh, gratifying gratifying yeah. and it you know a real sense of pride as well in what we've done and what we've achieved definitely did you always yeah. the same so is that the, the thing I think so too yep. uh, yeah. I mean we just had a walk around this morning having a look at some of the things we've done more recently and it was beautiful to see some of the things bursting through the grass and thing uh, and seeing the flowers and I mean when we started we definitely wouldn't have been able to be sitting where we were where we are right now because it was just so overgrown and we've been maintaining it and cutting more and more back to let the wildflowers through and it's beautiful it, it can be a communal space now people can walk their dogs up here they can walk with their kids up here and it, it is it's just such a beautiful space now yeah, with all the clearing and all that lot, it, like originally it was like you were walking through the forest, but now it's like you've got a fair bit of space, you know, you've got breathing room, and you, you know, it's just a, a, a lovely change that we've, that all of us have, well, created via our own, you know, own sweat and tears in that lot, you know? Not too many tears, I hope. Um, yeah. uh, I mean, what's quite interesting. A bit blurred, yeah. What's been what's um, really interesting, I think, is that um, uh, uh, my, people think of mindfulness, which is obviously a key part of the project, as, as sitting quietly and um, you know and uh, being present. But I think also you you get mindfulness from physical activity as well, don't you? When you're working, you're focusing on the on the job in job in hand as well. So so that, that's amazing. So so usually it's of. Um yeah, well, I think it's usually of a sense of achievement, and like you're you're doing something to make the world feel better, and, and all that lot. Which I think it's hard is, to feel that nowadays with all the global warming yeah, and everything. Yeah. Especially when you work a nine to five job, working minimum wage and that lot. It's what about Simon, exactly. Simon, what do you enjoy most about the project? I've in, I've enjoyed having people with me helping. I mean, for ten years we've been bashing bramble and moving it back, but. It's the first time we've had a group that have kept on coming and returning to the same place and now it's happened for over a year. We're all beginning to um, have a different sense when we walk around. To me it's more like a moving meditation, you know, you're always trying to see what's changed since you were last here and so this time of year it's lovely because the change is colour and it's flowers and, and all of that, but at each time of year there's different changes and it's always coming back so it's, it's it's nice that you can't really get it wrong as long as you don't do all of it wrong um, <laughs> yeah. there's always a little bit yeah. that will recover yeah. Yeah. so yeah that's yeah. that's what i've enjoyed you know the returning back to the same place time and time again and seeing it different every single time 
Mm. Brilliant, brilliant. Um, and the next question really is about the um, the location. So, I mean, I kind of gave a bit of a brief overview of the location, but maybe you could talk about the wider um, sites here at Maker and what you've done on other sites, um, maybe not particularly to do with Be Mindful, but around, I mean, Be Mindful is about mindfulness and getting pollinators around isn't it so any scrub clearance helps so yeah so talk just talk to me about the the site talk to us about the site i find it quite fascinating how even though the four redoubts are quite close together they each have their own individual problem areas like redoubt number four which is like a proper four has an awful problem with red valerian because it has big fat chunky roots that like to pry apart the brickwork and so we've had to spend a lot of time trying to cut that back because you can't pull it out because everything could crumble um number three has a problem with gorse bushes um number two doesn't really have any problems because it's just pretty much a field it's yeah, nice and pretty it's pretty much a grass and field. number one has a problem with uh brambles and sycamore trees trying to take root an elder and sticky weed and nettles although the nettles are good for caterpillars in the spring so at the moment there's quite a few of them around and we're letting them grow Uh, most people see stinging nettles as a problem and a weed and you know a bit of a nuisance and sting you and children and, and things like that but really they're really important two pollinators um, because they provide a sort of safe space for the caterpillars as they grow and, and sort of eat at the leaves. Oh yeah, and then the butterflies they... eat them as well. Yeah, so, um, you know, everything that we've done on all of the sites has had its own significance and importance um, to, to nature um, and especially being mindful of the pollinators and, and what we can do to mm. help give them a safe space and, and sort of help promote their well-being as well as you know uh providing a a a peaceful space for for the people of maker um that come to the campsites they can walk around and just you know really revel in the beauty that's here um and you know we've, we've really tried to maintaining the habitat whilst making it a public space and maintaining the monuments it's a quite a delicate balance which i think simon has got really well sorted he really does have it on point with his uh mosaicing he calls it where you clear small patches of areas so that you've got different stages of growth on the monuments and that way you've got something for every stage of the insect every stage of the bird process mammals Mm -hmm. when we were clearing um, an area in redoubt one of blackthorn we actually stumbled across a harvest mouse nest um, which hadn't been previously recorded up here at maker and it was quite an exciting time and we were able to take some photos and um, it was shown to some sort of specialists who were able to identify it and you know it just makes what we do even more important to be able to maintain the habitats here whilst like Haley said maintaining the uh, the monuments um, because 
knowing that there's now a species of, of mammal here that hasn't been previously recorded is very exciting and we're also trying to promote the habitats for the bees, the butterflies, um, birds uh, and, and uh, there's even lizards in Redoubt 3 as well so yeah. you know there's a really you know vast range of, uh, of animals that live in and around Maker and I think you know, it's really important to to maintain their habitats. Um, and, and what we're trying to do in Redoubt 1 as well is gently encourage um, more of the sort of burrowing mammals and, and, and things outside of the, uh, the Redoubt so that, you know, they're not damaging the monument itself. And we're doing that by um, sort of increasing some hedge um, just on the outer limit of the Redoubt um, where they can burrow and they've got plenty of cover and food. Um, and also it just helps protect the redoubt from cars that drive past. Yeah, the, the hedge yeah. does that as well. Also so prov provides more security for the mindful uh, space that we have yeah, made. Yeah, it sort of keeps bench. it quite enclosed. And, um, you know, everything that we've cleared, we take a lot of the big stuff out and we put it into the hedge to help build the hedge up so it's all nice and natural it's recycled um and it's uh you know keeps that nice sort of barrier between the outside world and the cars and and things like that and in the redoubt itself and uh, we've created a few really nice areas that are perfect just to sit and take a moment um including a bench that was made um, we've got a lovely bench in a sort of triangle shape and it looks out in two different directions um, and you can look out and you can see as far as Carradon Hill and sort of Loo and, and things that way to the right and if you look to the left you can see King San Corsand and the sea and it's just beautiful it's whichever way you look mm. it's absolutely stunning and it's just perfect for somebody to just if they're walking their dog or walking their kids, they can sit down. It's big enough for a family to sit at and you can just look out and you can hear the birds and you can sometimes hear the school children in the nearby school just faintly. Um, Even in bad weather, there's a cracking view. It is. It's absolutely <laughs> stunning. And it just gives you that moment to oh, yeah. sit there, take a step back from life and just enjoy what's around us. And I think that's, that's really what we've been trying to do is, is give people a bit of nature back with yeah. it disappearing mm. so much it's it's just trying to give a little little space a little bit of nature um for people to sort of enjoy a little pocket that's brilliant um uh, i think we'll go ask ellie actually this one this is a question about you said that when you um your dad um, showed it to you and you're a little bit apprehensive to start with and then you grew into it and, and um uh, and you know you got to it. so the question is really what would you say to other people who maybe um see the opportunity to um to join a similar sort of project but are a bit apprehensive about it um honestly just do it um it's you know most things like like this you know you you know if, you, if you're an introvert or whatever if you're more of a shut-in you know it, it gets you out and it gets you chatting new people and all that as well as experiencing new things as well as you know getting some sun which is always good and it's you know it's 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 a lot better than 
most people would expect since most people would be like oh we're just trimming a whole bunch of grass and you know we're grabbing a lawnmower and all that like, it's, not, it's not it's not just that you're, you're learning about you know how everything works and how life like runs and operates and, and all that lot instead of like mowing your lawn every Tuesday yeah that's, that's brilliant I'll tell you what I'll ask each one of you now is um, is and what you've what you've described about the monument is brilliant, and what you've done about the environment. But what about you? What's it done to you as a person or, uh, and as a team member? I, as a mum of four kids, found myself a little bit lost. Um, you know, I'd lost a bit of myself in raising the children. I was just a mum. I was somebody's wife. I was somebody's sister and a carer and things like that there wasn't much of Vicky left and so when I found this it was something that was for me it was a bit of me time and although you know I have my own mental health um, issues with depression and anxiety and things and although I was apprehensive about coming I was also a little bit excited and I wasn't disappointed because once we got here the staff are friendly, welcoming, and really, really gentle and, and really nice. And the other participants, the other people that are part of the projects as well, that we've been working alongside for the last year, all of them so, so friendly, so nice. Um, and not once did I feel judged or, um, you know, looked down on or anything else that sometimes you feel when you're out and about and you're with strangers. Um, you know, I just felt accepted and it's turned into a bit of a family, really. Um, you oh, know, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> see, like a brother. And do you know what? It's, it's really boosted everybody's confidence. It's really sort of... Um, it's made me feel more me. It's made me feel stronger physically and, and emotionally. And I'm able now to... When I get a bit upset or I get a bit stressed, I'm able to now sort of take a few breaths, take a step back, use some of those mindfulness techniques that we've learned, um, or even, you know, take a walk out in nature because I now know the true value of it and, and how it can really help with mental health. Um, so, you know, that's been really important to me and how it's really helped. Hmm. Um... Oh, where do I start? Uh, well, got two oh, sisters for a start. You didn't know you had, so there you go. I didn't, yeah, true. Yeah, we've adopted you. I know. No, There's scary. no escaping it. Oh, no. <laughs> oh but yeah. Um, well, I, I was always a, a bit of a sat in as well as a nerd and just kept to myself most of the time. But with this, I've definitely bloomed a bit. If well, as you catch my wording, and this sort of developed more as a person since, well, I was a bit of, well, as well as just talking to people and that lot. It's all, you know, it's, it's all, it's definitely hit me, benefited me well, and inspired me to become better than I once was very similar I mean anybody who knew me before and anybody who knows me now would say it was like two different people I I wasn't very good in groups of people I wouldn't talk up I wouldn't do anything I wouldn't volunteer 
opinions or anything like that and now they struggle to shut me up <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah I talk I give opinions I suggest things I get included I actually voluntarily leave my house for things that aren't to do with this I can walk into town by myself now um, because I was petrified of everything everything there was to think about I was scared of and this has totally changed my outlook on pretty much everything I see ways through things now I can be a person and it's brilliant I love it and I love coming up here yeah. if I have to if I have to pay to come up here, I will. I mean, you've even given tours to other newcomers as well and, and mm. given them a, a tour around the redoubts and you've talked about the history, you've talked about what we've done and you've yep. shown people around. And I mean, before this, Haley would never have even looked at somebody in the eye. She would have kept her head down. She would have been very, very quiet, probably hide behind me as she often has done. But now, you know, I let her lead which is something that she hasn't done since she was probably a child, if ever. You know, she, she's really come into her own and the confidence has, has really come along. And Elliot's the same. Mm. When we first accepted Elliot into our little group, you know, he um, didn't talk. He barely talked. I had, to, I had to really try and pry him open. But once he realised that there was just no escaping me and Hayley, um, it's yeah. better just to go along with it. He really opened up and he is so funny and he always has a sense of stitches and I think that's one of the, the great things about this project is we've met new people, we've found kindred spirits, we've found family, we found home and uh, as well as doing something really worthwhile, you know, we're having fun and uh, there's never a bad day up here. It's something that we all look forward to in our week and... Uh, Choosing the right ditch, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you're out the wind or out the rain yeah. or out the sun. I'm yeah. surprised that no one's mentioned the pasties yet either. Oh, God, oh, yes. <laughs> the moody pasties. Oh, my goodness. I mean, if they're a selling point. Yeah. They're awesome. If there's nothing else to make you come, free pasties should be the, the Cup biggest Cup of tea, selling. a biscuit in the morning and then a pasty at lunch. Oh, yeah, definitely. Have a good natter and you're yeah. doing something worthwhile. I just want to say... One of the things that I've noticed about this type of work, and particularly about working with you guys, is that, you know, we all turn up here and, and consider ourselves to have some kind of deficits. But once we're in this environment and we're working in harmony with it, we suddenly realise they're superpowers. Yeah. You know, the ability to listen, the ability to anticipate. Um, and the way that we've... Um, managed carefully very simple and small things is how we've brought about the positive change you know we love bramble but we want it over there we don't want it to be giving air cover to burrowing animals that will destroy it but at the same time we 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 realize that there needs to be a place for everything but the earthwork and the scheduled monument isn't the place for everything but we can improve things by making small changes that are within our grasp Okay, that's brilliant. Thank you. Uh, uh, last uh, question, and this is, uh, this is a bit toughy. I, I wouldn't know where to start myself, but I'll ask you individually. So, finally, what is your favourite section of the Cornwall A&OB and why? Well, it's a really, really tough question because the A&OB 
especially Cornwall A and B, covers you know twelve different areas of Cornwall. It's you know it's about a third of of the the whole of Cornwall, and acreage wise, it equals Dartmoor. Um, so there's a lot there, and it covers so many different areas. Um, it's a load of coastline. There's the moorland, and then there's Maker here with all the you know historical significance of the redoubts. Um, for me personally. I have to say that I'm torn between Bodmin Moor, which is where Hayley and I grew up, um, right by Cheese Ring and the Hurlers. So that has some real sort of sentimental significance to us. And Maker, Maker really has become a real special place and definitely a place in our hearts forever. Um, somewhere where I'm happy to bring my kids and the dogs and stuff because each redoubt has something different to offer and it's just, really beautiful here so those Fantastic. two for me are, are definitely the ones Elliot uh, honestly there's too many good answers <laughs> but uh, I, I still think Maker is like you know I've got I've got a personal attachment to this place now so you know I'm kind of gonna have to root for it now so <laughs> it's kind of like picking between your kids I can't pick a favourite spot. It depends what mood I'm in, what kind of day it is. But uh, if I have to pick between the different redoubts in Maker, again, it depends on the day. I mean, this season is beautiful for Redoubt 1. It has so many flowers here and it's got trees around the edges. So you've got dappled light coming in and it's just, it's just absolutely stunning. Simon. Yeah, I'm going to agree with all of them. It's a very hard one to pick. Um, I I clearly love Maker, having spent 10 years um, fettling the brambles and the nettles here. Um, and I think that this particular corner of Redoubt 1 is my overall favourite um, place. Uh, and as Simon said that, a bee landed on his hat and it's just got away. So we're uh, from, from Be Mindful, we're here with the bees and we're all being very mindful. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Thank you for listening to the Cornwall A&B podcast. And a huge thanks to the Rain Conservation Trust and to all the participants who took part in the Be Mindful project, which was located up at Maker Heights, and that's in Rainhead and Section 11 of Cornwall AOMB. If you were inspired by anything the participants talked about today, um, and you'd like to know more about the projects that take place in the protected landscape in Cornwall, you can visit our website at cornwall-aonb.gov.uk. Thanks for listening, and I look forward to seeing you next time. Cornwall Area of Outstanding Natural Beauty. 12 sections, 1 designation.